0: In this episode, I talk about friendships and self-love. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Bhavya's Unsolicited Opinion. So today I decided to talk about friendships. And uh, my trigger has been a few events in my personal life and recent public events. Before I dive in, I would like to issue a trigger warning. This might be an emotional episode. There is slight mention of mental health, depression and a suicide. So please listen to this episode only if you are okay with all of that. So I think everybody already knows about the very tragic death of uh, Sushant Singh Rajput and it left the entire nation shocked and feeling empty. And it felt like a very personal loss and it set into motion a few conversations about mental health, about seeking help, about being there for your own people and the importance of friends and friendships. There is already a lot of conversation around the former topics as there should be, uh, but I wanted to address the latter. So as a child between nursery and class 5th I think, I don't actually remember having a lot of friends. I was a little bit of a loner maybe or I don't know I just I remember I played with a lot of people and we had fun and all but I don't remember sticking with one person or holding hands with someone or having play dates, nothing of the sort and it is so weird but I have no memory of any of the things that other people generally talk about or do as kids. In fact the only interactions with People my age, I have had, which have been, for me, friendly interactions have been, uh, surprisingly with my cousins, where we used to hit each other and pull each other's hair and, you know, have proper fights and all. Uh, That is the kind of interaction I remember from my childhood. So, as a kid, I didn't have a lot of friends. And as a kid, I feel I was highly self-sufficient. I had a lot to do. I had to read and I had to dance and I had to learn speeches because... I used to speak a lot even then (laughs) and um, I had a lot of classes to go for so I did everything I wanted to do and as I grew a little around classes 4th and 5th, I remember being drawn uh, by the girl gang or the girl crowd in my batch and before that I hadn't actually ever noticed them so I have always been the girl who is the teacher's pet. I'm so sorry for everybody who hates teacher's pets but... I was always one of those kids and I always got good marks and was a good student. I liked to debate, so I was um, popular for that. And I used to sport a boycott then for very, very, very long. I have only had a boycott. And yeah, it was, I ha- I never really wanted or needed um, friends as such. I mean, I don't remember ever wanting a friendship so around class 5th i started hanging out with the girls in my class and i felt extremely out of place even then but i continued doing it and i remember very clearly a conversation i had in class 5th I don't know if it's relevant to to the things I'm talking about today but I was just reminiscing and this came to my mind so I thought I'd share it here. Uh, My classmates were discussing sanitary napkins and periods and I had not been introduced to these then because I kind of grew a little late. So uh, my parents hadn't told me about these things then and i was flabbergasted i was and i was like no this is not possible how can you say something like this i've been living with that woman for 11 years and i've never seen a sanitary napkin in our house all of the all of the girls they laughed at me and they're like how do you think you were born the point of this story here is that that was my first interaction with girls my age in my opinion because before that I hadn't really discussed girly things with anybody. Uh, I did not know what girly things are so um, it's it, it was weird and uh, yeah that's, that's the first memory I have of talking to friends I was very na- naive and ignorant then I don't know when that changed So from ages 13 to 16, I shuffled between 3 to 4 different best friends and I'll tell you here I only only had best friends, no friends, only best friends. I'm not sure how but uh, my need for social acceptance and a friend, it kept increasing and suddenly I wasn't enough for myself anymore, I wanted more. I did a hundred things then. I still do. But at that time and up until very recently, my motivations for doing those things weren't right. I wanted people to know me. I wanted to be popular in some way. I wanted acceptance, social acceptance and I wanted people to love me. So it was kind of like my love for myself was falling short and I needed others to, you know, make up for it. In middle school I was kind of a loner. I didn't have friends. Wow I'm repeating myself here but uh, I didn't have a lot of friends then. Like I said I only made best friends which means that I had one person who I gave all of myself to. During breaks and uh, you know whenever you you have free time people hang out people chill or they do whatever middle school kids do and I used to read books and novels. And it was because I didn't have anyone to talk to. So I did not want to look like a lunar. So I used to read a book and you know, pretend as if I was the one who rejected everybody and I want to read, which was also true because I love to read novels. But uh, yeah, it was both the things it was me wanting to read and it was also me wanting to avoid people's sympathy or pity. And from age 15 to 18, I found my group. So this is what I call the golden years. Um, these are people who seemed very nice and they seemed to understand me. They embraced my weirdness because I'm very, very weird, please. Um, who decided to be weird with me. And I can't lie. These was like, these were the best years of my life. It feels wonderful to have company, to have people who are interested in Uh, listening to you talk, who are interested in enjoying what you enjoy, who celebrate every day with you. It was was wonderful. I don't think there is one day of these three to four years that I wish to change. They were the best years. However, as these friendships kind of overtook me, I think overtook would be the right word, I started uh, leaving things behind. So my habit of reading, I kind of let it go. My urge to learn and explore and, and, you know, shine, my need for art and expression, my need to do all those hundred things, it kind of started going down. It got, I got sidetracked maybe. All uh, there was for me was those friendships, those three, four years, because I had never experienced such happiness before because of how lonely I had been in middle school, I was taken by this the charm of having a group all to myself of people who were all like me and it was just, it was the best thing that could have happened to me then. So when I came to college, things shifted and they shifted so fast and so suddenly that I didn't even feel it until everything I knew about friendship was different all the ideas I had in my head it was like a castle made of sand and a wave came and the castle was no more but the sand was there so friends I had made my lifeline it took not more than a week for them to forget that I existed and I don't know I think a lot of you will experience this as you go from as you transition from school to college or from college to work or if you have to go abroad or you have to go out of town, things will change. And it is so surprising that I did not even shift a lot. Like I did not have to go out of town. And uh, there were a few friends who ended up being exactly where I am. But yet it was so different from how it had been. Everything had changed in literally just weeks. And it sucked. It it sucked badly. I did not understand what was happening. I was processing all of it. I had just assumed that everything would just continue to be as it was in school and we'd just go on with our lives and we'd find new friends along the way but we won't leave old friends. That is what I had thought and it wasn't true or real because in the first few months at college it was like my I, my world was falling apart i kept i used to sit on a couch in the common room and i used to cry for hours and i mean hours and i have become so used to having so many people around me uh, i'm so used to enjoying and you know feeling happy all the time and having so many people to talk to that now that i have no one to talk to or express uh, my feelings to I just feel lost I have nobody not nothing to do and because I have already left all the activities I used to invest in I don't even have those to you know go back to I mean at that time I thought I didn't so I was very lost and um, I realized my glorious years were over so it took me more than half of the first semester to just come back to normal but I realized something then and That realization is basically what I'm going to, what I'm trying to say through this podcast. I realized that I had become so dependent on friendship that I did not even know how to swim to the shore myself because that ship had been taking me to whatever shore I wanted to go to. I had become handicapped in a way. I was utterly dependent on the lended strength I got from these people and these friendships they were becoming my means to fulfill my dreams and desires and I realized that is not what I had set out to do or I wanted to shine and become something great and I wanted friends with me along the way But I did not want to do whatever I had in mind through these people. And for some reason, I had lost sight of whatever I wanted in the last 3-4 years. And again, I say this, that I was extremely happy in the last 3-4 years. I had the best time of my life. I wouldn't change a thing. But I also kind of forgot myself. It made me realize that my parents hadn't raised me to become someone like this. I don't need anybody to tide me over. I am extremely self-sufficient and I will always be and everybody should be. That is how we have been created. We as individuals are enough. Having friends is great but I think we give away too much of ourselves sometimes. I, I have done this time and time again. There are five kinds of friends. The first kind are the ones that care. But they hate effort, okay? They are always there for you. They're waiting for you. They'll give you the best advice. They'll always take care of you. But they hate texting you or calling you all by themselves. And if you royally piss them off, they're gone. And I think these are the best kind of friends to have. They are my favorites. Then the second kind are the ones who are everybody's friend. So these are the kind that love to talk. They love attention. They love you till you have something to offer to them. Once you don't, they will leave and they will find new friends because like I said, they want to be everybody's friends and they are because they have a charisma, they are good at what they do and so they can attract a lot of people. I don't think they can keep a lot of people. The third kind are the ones who are there for you but they will never show it. So these are the ones who want to maintain a distance. They care but not enough or like not deeply and they love you but with a limit and they are sensible friends so good ones to have around <laughs> and then the fourth ones are lover kinds. so they sweep you off your feet and they show you stars and the moon and they come into your life with a bang and then they go away in a poof like they'll come in a minute and go away in a minute you never know what's happening with them these are the fairy tale fans friends and they never lost. And then the fifth kind are the, and this is probably my favorite because I haven't had a lot of these but I like the thought of having these. These are the bitch I hate you but I wanna stalk you so can we be friends type. So basically like they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. This is that kind. And I have been graced uh, with the presence of almost all of these categories. And I've decided I like the sixth category the best which is basically me all alone. (laughs) I know this will sound very preachy, a little self-obsessed but I feel the quarantine has made all of us realize that while having all these people in our lives is great, we can do without them too. I know a lot of us are struggling, it's a very very tough and challenging time but I also feel that a lot of us have realized that we can get through it, that it's okay. The only person who will probably never give up on you is you. So make yourself that strong, love yourself as much as you can, do not rely on anyone so much that you have to pick pieces of you when they're gone, they're not worth it. And the next time you go into a relationship or you can go into a friendship please check to make sure if your partner can love you as much as you love yourself because you must have heard this before. but. Whenever you see a picture, a group picture uh, with you, your family and say your boyfriend, you know and I know and we all know that the first person you look at in that picture is yourself to see if you were looking right, you were looking nice, if the pose is correct and if the photographer has done a good job with your face. And then you go on to look at your maybe parents, then your boyfriend, then your cousins, sisters, whatever. But the first person you look at is you. And I think that is a clear indication of who you value most in your life. It is always going to be you. I know, I I have myself thought the entire concept of self-love is overrated. Uh, I used to think that before. Now I think friendship is overrated and maybe neither one of them is overrated both of them are required but we need to find a fine balance between the two of these and when I'm saying balance I mean more of self love and uh, as much of friendship as you want in your life whatever the case may be try not to be like my 18 year old self okay do not give a lot of yourself away and no one and I repeat no one is gonna stay with you forever people good people are going to come to your life don't worry about that but you have to always take care of yourself that is the most important thing to do yeah until next episode bye bye